0: To tell
1: them that I'm Welcome back, everybody, to the next episode of our podcast. I uh, hope you all enjoy listening in as we visit with TRCA bullfighter tell them that Jason Gibbs.
0: I'm Jason Gibbs. I'm from Gun Barrel City, Texas. I'm 44 years old, and I'm a professional bullfighter.
1: Now, where exactly is Gun Barrel City?
0: It is close to Maybank, Texas, Athens, Texas. I don't know. <laughs> kind of uh, a little bit east of Dallas.
1: Okay. Not, so that goes into, into Dallas, the, the um, debate. Do you consider yourself East Texas, Central Texas? What do you consider yourself?
0: I think we're we're more central. I think here.
1: Gotcha. How long have you uh, actually been fighting bulls?
0: I started in two thousand, and uh, I didn't get my PRCA card. I didn't even put in for it until two thousand and ten, and that's when I and I, so I've been in the PRCA since two
1: thousand and ten. Okay, were you? Uh, I'm assuming you PRA before that.
0: Yes, sir. Uh, well, I started out at. Uh, High school rodeos, doing uh, Region Four rodeos and Lone Star rodeos, and just doing okay. a bunch of open stuff, and then CWR and UPRA. Okay. Well, uh,
1: what what got you into the bullfighting
0: arena? Well, I knew I didn't grow up around it. I didn't grow up around rodeo or anything like that. I just I had a grand my granddad. He used to watch it all the time. He watched it on TNN. Watched Mesquite Rodeo actually. And every time I would come down and visit with him, he would watch it. And then I ended up meeting some friends at Road Bulls, and I started trying to do that. They, you know, we just, I was always around them, and I always went with them to those deals. So I tried to do it. wasn't any good at it, and got out of that. And then just <laughs> kind of went to went to a practice pen there at the college in Mount Pleasant, Texas. And uh, they were bucking bulls and needed a bullfighter, and I stepped out there and fell in love with it.
1: And you said, I've got my, I got my tinny runners in the trunk of the car.
0: That's right. I'm ready to go. And that fear will make you move around pretty good. And I was, I I was good at getting their (laughs) attention and then running. I just didn't have the, I didn't have that skill level down. And a man named Donnie Smith that fights a lot of UPRAs and CAAs and stuff like in those days, he would, he pulled me to the side and said, man, I, you know, I can tell you want to do it, but if you don't learn the right way to do it, you're going to get killed. He said, if you want me to help you, I'll help you. And he did. I, he gave me his number and he helped me get my start. That that's uh, kind
1: of how it works in the business. Not yes, sir. not many people are, are born with the the gift or talent from day one and just got there and touch one between the eyes or or grab a calf rope and handle it like it's a piece of silk. So yes, sir. So you uh just jumped in the old practice pen down at the local JUCO and decided you were hooked. <laughs> I did i mean that's that that's better than than some of the versions of the story where you know tried it got donkey chunks when i got out of the hospital i decided to go to a
0: school so <laughs> yeah and you know those schools are awesome and if, if a guy can afford one and there's one that they can get to they need to do it i i wasn't able to do to go to a school but i got blessed like i said with working with donnie and man he he was probably the best school i could have ever went to he you know he would let me work with him, and if I did something wrong, he didn't you know he didn't pull no punches he told you, hey, you know you need to step it up here, you don't you need to do this this and and would encourage you when you did something good and would you know get on to not get on to you, but just set you straight whenever he thought you could have done something better and that helped me out a lot and then getting to work with people that were already you know already had their name established and stuff, and kind of picking up from them, learning from them along the way too
1: uh, if you look at the i guess numbers of Of Bullfighting schools from 2010 compared to 2020 Uh, I know it sounds crazy but that was a decade ago Um, right a decade ago there weren't near as many bullfighting schools as there are now that
0: no there wasn't and there wasn't any close to me either a lot you know I think there was a few going on that were up north and there wasn't anything really around me now or during that time to go to so but yeah there's schools everywhere and there's awesome people putting them on Cody Webster has a school you know, some of the best in the world are doing schools now.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty invaluable tool to the the guys coming up nowadays that wanna wanna get into that. You uh you say that Donnie kinda guided you along. Who who are some of the other guys that you attribute your success and, and your lessons
0: to? Uh a guy named Scotty Spencer. He's from he lives right here close to me and he worked for Stay Smith and he worked for Pete Carr and him at the time and that he got me so many shows, especially when I started kind of doing a little better and, and going a little more he he helped me out there he he kind of took me under his wing and got me shows and it, he's one of the big big helps uh helped me get in there with stay Smith. I've been working for Stay Smith probably i think i i got started doing my first shows for him the following year, two thousand eleven and I've had a show for him at least one for him every year since then and now you know these last few years I've been able to work pretty much all the rodeos except for the ones that were committee hired you know but yeah scotty spencer is another one that played a big role in that
1: it's amazing how much your life can change with good people around you
0: yes sir people just taking the time and that's that's what it is you know they i'm sure a lot of different you know you a lot of guys have them coming up to them asking them for help or wanting them and and they seem too busy but those guys took the time and that's what made the difference
1: what um what encouragement would you offer? Um, I, I I'm bad about saying young guys, but anybody new to the sport or toying with the idea of, of wanting to follow in your footsteps, what advice would you offer those guys?
0: For sure, go to a school, find a school, or find someone that's you know that has already got their name established that's willing to to help you out. That makes a big difference, having someone to show you the ropes, and which, you know, you're going to have to do it yourself once you're out there in the arena and in front of them. It's you, but having somebody watch you and tell you an easier way to do it or a better way to do it, that makes a difference. Do
1: you wish in your, you know, if if you could go back when when you first stepped in front of your first bull, uh, what advice would you have given yourself back then? Uh,
0: well, but I would have went to a school i'd have found i'd have found a school but really i don't think i think me getting blessed to meet donnie is what it it was my school you know he he was he was my my school
1: Gonna take a quick break here. If you want to, go grab your beer or go make sure you turn the water off to the stock tank and uh, we'll get back after it here in just a second. You can
0: tell them that I'm coming for tell them. That I'm coming. God sent me, ain't no time around. I and I ain't leaving less I'm bringing back a sword with me. I'm be soul. Like I'm pulling spirits out the ground. I done seen enough to be with no, Let me show you how I'm living now.
1: What is your favorite thing about fighting bulls?
0: Getting to protect someone, getting to keep those guys safe.
1: What is your least favorite thing about fighting bulls?
0: I, I don't man, really no I, I love it. I don't there's nothing that I can there's nothing that I don't like about it.
1: You know, I don't know how we've done this. We went three for three, like uh I was telling you earlier, you're the third person we're gonna have on. And so far, in all three interviews, we have somehow been able to throw a stumper
0: out there. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, but no. that's it's, it's just one of them deals that you gotta you gotta love it. There,
1: they' Yeah,
0: I mean, there's there's a fear aspect to it and the injury aspect to it, but that's all part of it. If you're doing your job to keep someone else safe, then it, you know it's worth it.
1: Can't really have a bad day at the office in your line of work. No, sir. What is uh, what would be your favorite? venue that you've ever fought in
0: oh man that that stumped me there (laughs) i've been been blessed (laughs) i've been blessed to go to some good places um i guess man i don't know i've been to some good ones i get mesquite's been a good one for me just because i've been able to go there a bunch and and the people that run it and uh just the atmosphere there has been a blast every time i've been there
1: Okay, what would be, I don't want to say your, your least favorite venue to work, but what uh, can you think of one or two or three that uh, maybe just kind of put some thunder and lightning in the back of your mind and you you, you dread it just a little bit? You're like, I oh, don't know, this is, is going to be rough. Uh,
0: man, I really can't. <laughs> Even on that one I can't think of one just because I love doing you know, I love being there. I love being out there so it's hard to if you're thankful you're getting to go, it's it's hard to find a bad thing about it, you know. Gotcha.
1: Well, uh what uh let let's play this then. What would be one of your um one of your favorite
0: stories? Uh it's the year that I that two thousand and ten but uh, like right before that, I'd put in for my card, and I got denied. And I wasn't going to even – I was kind of fighting with myself and the confidence and everything. And Donnie Sparks called me up and told me that, you know, that I needed to I needed to keep pushing after it. I needed to go after it. So I went after it, and I ended up getting approved for my card. Well, I went to – that year was when they had the – at the Benny Binion Stock sale, they had a protection match, and it was the first year they had it there. And I was going to go out there anyway for the convention, but they were calling saying, you know, because of the steel, you can get in it because you have your permit. And I'd kind of been burnt by some protection matches before, and I was kind of having my doubts about it. But I went ahead and told them, yes, I'd get in it. And I got there, and I kind of didn't have a whole lot of money when I got out there. I was bumming a ride out there, sharing a room with a guy, and kind of uh, went to that protection match. And they drew our names. They drew names to team us up with different guys. And I got teamed up with Cody Webster the first night or first day of the deal. And, man, we couldn't have handpicked a better set of bulls, a meaner set of bulls. Situations that happened, it all kind of fell into place. And then the next night or the next day, I drew up with Clint Hopping. And he's he's at that time, was fighting a bunch and one of the top guys going too. And we drew all the same thing. Well, I'd run out of my money by that next day, so I, was, I didn't eat breakfast that morning. I was kind of didn't eat lunch. I was, didn't want to tell nobody. I was kind of being prideful about it. And uh, we ended up, when it was all said and done, at the protection match, myself and Cody Webster won it, and they gave us a buckle and they gave us like four hundred bucks. And so, man, I whenever it kind of sunk in that I'd won that deal, I went down to the South Point downstairs to that little uh, restaurant there and bought me a big old steak and a big mashed potatoes and. <laughs> About made myself sick eating so much, <laughs> but that, it was just a blessing, man. I was able to give some money back to the guy that I rode out there with, and help pay for the room that I shared for it, and everything else when it was all over with. But it was a war story because it was a mental deal, you know. I, it was one of those things where you're fighting your head the whole time, and hadn't really ate nothing, wasn't feeling good, and it all turned out to be a blessing.
1: Well, that's. Um... Part of what we're we're trying this podcast thing for is to, is to share stories like that with with folks that are um, going through something similar or or will be going through something similar to encourage them to you know have faith and, and keep fighting on and and hopefully it will all work out and before you know it you'll you'll be spending your last and first four hundred dollars on a
0: stake. That's right. I, I can I'll yep. never forget that I was sitting up in the stands on after that first day, you know, and we were w- watching other guys fight. And that was the day i fought with Webster and I was I guess I looked down and depressed and he'd come by and said, What's up, Gibbs? I said, Man, I don't know. I he goes I, I said, I, you know, I hope we win this thing, I hope we do good. He goes, Hey, we want it. He said, you, we want it. Don't worry about it, we want it and he was just confident and he's like, We want it, don't worry about it. He turned around and walked off and sure enough, the last day, whenever they tallied everything up, we won it. <laughs>
1: What would you um, if you were put in a position to to recruit uh younger talent, uh or anybody that's thinking about you know getting into the cowboy protection, what what would kind of be your sales pitch to try to get somebody to to follow in your footsteps?
0: I uh, I just tell them you know it's a the gratification of it of knowing that that you kept somebody safe you know that that move you made or that working with your partner, the move y'all both made to, so that that guy could get up and go home when it was all over with or go on to his next rodeo. That's what draws me to it. And I would think, you know, that that's what would, you know, draw other people to it too.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, what are you, um, and you know, it's back to the whole coronavirus deal. What have you got planned for next year? why what and you hopefully big
0: paint? hopefully to go as much as i can i, I was blessed this year i i say i, I work for state smith I, I get to do get blessed to do a lot of rodeos for them and i had a lot of stuff that had gotten canceled and you know they they worked hard to make mesquite go so that mesquite rodeos i was just supposed to do a few of them because i had other rodeos i was going to go to and uh they ended up you know that ended up being one of the only rodeos going at the time and they let me come in there and fill in my dates there and so I actually had a, a pretty good year for, you know, for the circumstances. But hopefully everything will get back to normal and I can get back busy again.
1: Well, I, I think everybody is is searching for that normal, not new normal, but the the regular normal, where yes, the sir. world can keep the world can keep spinning and everybody can head back to Vegas. But um.
0: Yes, sir. It, yeah, that's uh, the goal. It, you know
1: yeah it's been a wild year i think everybody's kind of over it yes sir one last quick break here before we finish things up with mr jason gibbs Stand my ground And I won't back down
0: Well, I know what's right I got just one line. When I got my pro card in 2010, I, that was my goal. Well, two of my goals. I had uh, one of those, I don't know if you remember the Lane Frost Bibles that his mother used to give out that had Lane on the front of them. But on the inside mm-hmm. page I wrote down my two goals for being in the PRCA as a bullfighter and one was to work the Texas Circuit Finals and one was to go to the NFR. And that's kind of the goals that I chase after every year.
1: What are the goals? I'm I'm sure you'll get there before you know it. Are is there anything on your heart or your mind that you would like to tell contestants, committees, contractors, venues, spectators? You know, anything like
0: that. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I would just like to thank uh, Boogie Ray and Levi McCray, Stace Smith Pro Rodeo, Mesquite Championship Rodeo, Coleman Rodeo Committee, Gunnison Rodeo Committee, the people that hustled hard this year, you know, when everything was kind of falling apart to make these rodeos happen and and give us play, guys a place to go, to go do what we love. i like to thank those guys for sure. To anybody – chasing the dream, man. Keep on it. Even in the tough times, you know, those tough times will pass. And, you know, your dream, what, what dream do you have that maybe some people may think is too big or or impossible to reach? It's never impossible. That's how, you know, you can't make it happen. You just got to hustle after it. Believe in it.
1: We want guys like you to feel connected to other guys like you and um, guys that are just now starting out, that maybe you know what tomorrow night local jackpot they're taking their ten runners and they're going to step in front of their first one. You know if if they hear this and it inspires them, and that's good enough for us. Yes, so, I know you've got a long list of thank yous. Uh, real quick, do you have any any sponsors you want to give a shout out to, or or anybody else that you want to thank for? for getting you where you're at and helping you on to where you're going to go
0: yeah i'd like to thank uh donnie smith and scotty spencer for sure because those are the guys that played a big part in me getting to fight bulls and uh, a buddy of mine he's passed away he's been gone for a few years now but george marshall was his name and he used to do put on those pdrs he he actually did the super bowl tour back in the day but i got blessed to get in with him for a few years and work those deals for him and he opened up a lot of doors for me too, but and I guess sponsor wise, my wife, she's she's been my sponsor with her Randy Day sublimation, her little t-shirt business that she's got going. She sponsored a lot of my my card and a lot of my bullfighting stuff, and her and the girls they kind of they're my motivation, so they keep me going.
1: You know one one of our uh, one of our favorite sayings is behind every successful man is a woman keeping it all straight and that yes, is sir. God's honest truth. It is <laughs> if, true.
0: If you
1: yes. if you have a, a good significant other, um speaking of personal experience, you feel like you can accomplish anything in the world you set your mind to. Um and, and they'll even be there for the emergency room visits and even though That's they right. may want they may want to say I told you so, they won't. They'll
0: they won't they'll <laughs> no, bring you they'll be there they'll be They'll be there to support you through it, even though they know. Well, I mean, I he, I told him, but he wouldn't listen.
1: <laughs> yeah, you, you find a good significant other that will that will bring you the jello for the 30 or 45 days you're on the couch. Man, it's <laughs> any anything is possible.
0: That's right. My wife Jody, she's been that way, cause I, you know, I, and I could even see looking back from when we first met and when it, when we got together. I could see a difference even in my bullfighting and in, in my career as far as that goes. I could see the difference of when she stepped in and kind of got things together for me and took a, took a lot of the burden off of me in other ways. And I was able to just hit it even harder, you know, and believed in me. That's that what makes a difference is having somebody that believes in you. Cause it makes you want to try even harder.
1: Oh, but belief and faith are the, are some of the most powerful things in the world. That's for sure. Yes, sir. All right, man. Well, it's, it's been a pleasure. Um, Sorry, we weren't better interviewers. I guess. I'm not sure if that's the real word oh, or man.
0: not. I'm, I'm sorry. I wasn't a better intervie- interviewee. Is that what you call?
1: It? No, no. I mean, you know, we we hit you pretty early with the the stump question, and like I said earlier, that that wasn't really anything we ever went over in the pre production meeting. That you know what we want to try to stump our guests, but so far <laughs> we've so far we've went three for three. Um, <laughs> So that's kind of how our questions go. We actually had a, uh, you know, I had a, a nice long list of questions, and I was like, um, "No, nope, that's stupid. We just want to talk to the
0: guy." <laughs> right. So. Well, it it, but, it uh, is, and it is hard to kind of think of something you don't like about something when you love it. You know, it's kind of hard to think of a bad thing about it. But.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is, and there's, um, you know, back to what you were saying about, uh, kind of mental state of mind. If you if you love what you do, then there's not really such thing as a bad day. I mean, right. you know, for 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 me personally, um, let's go rope. Well, you run six head and it rains a little bit. It's uh, still six head. It's still kind of fun. Uh, you know, I may have only caught three, but it it and was fun. While rain. It
0: lasted. Right, the rain might have cooled it off a little bit too. Made it even better.
1: Yeah, that, that rain thing. It's uh. There's some days it's the best thing ever, and some days you just don't want to see any more of it so <laughs> yeah you gotta gotta learn to dance in the rain some days
0: yes sir so well
1: man we uh we sure appreciate it, and uh thank you for uh taking time to to visit with us today, like we said hopefully there there's some guys out there or gals that are you know thinking about following your footsteps uh been pondering on on kind of the cowboy protection aspect of life and maybe they hear this before before they um suit up next time and and it gives them just a little more juice
0: so i hope so i hope it blesses them hope it blesses them to chase their dreams
1: that, that's what it's all about yes sir all right man well you you have a good one and uh we're, we're gonna stay in touch and um hopefully the world's going to get back to normal and you you can get a few more fights under your
0: belt. Yes, sir. I appreciate y'all for visiting with me.
1: All right, man. Have a good one.
0: All right. God bless.
1: Just a big thank you to all of y'all that have stopped by and given this a listen today, as well as a big thank you to Mr. Jason Gibbs himself for giving us a few minutes of his time. We sure hope you all have enjoyed this and come back for more.